put them in front. He doesn't miss. O'Meara puts on the Jets, runs to 10 metres and suckers the goal. Well, we are back, Hawks fans. We are back and ready to recap what has been a pretty busy off-season. Plenty has happened. Plenty is still happening right now. It is time for the first edition of the Hawk Talk podcast for 2019. My name is Nick Mason. Joining me, as always, is my co-host with the Ben Stratton cap, now a collector's item, as he is our new captain. Tiz, what are your thoughts? Well, I was shocked. Mm, That'll make two of us. Uh, But... On reflection, I think it's quite a good uh, captaincy role. Mm, interesting. Not really the direct message you sent to me on Twitter. It doesn't really <laughs> quite follow the same path or attitude. Because I, I know I'm throwing you under the bus here, but you, you were not... You are, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do here. See, we're already back in form. There's no rust on this point. When I write, who is he again? <laughs> I think... Captain Anonymous. Remember, he's been our anonymous defender for years. Yeah, now he's been thrown into Unheralded. the spotlight. Unheralded. Mm. How do you think he'll go in the spotlight? Well, obviously, he's going to get a bit more attention on field now. But yeah. uh, no, I think, um, look, it was unexpected. But I happen to be pleased with this move. Because um, I think if you're talking about the uh, the off-field spotlight, I think Ben Stratton can really rise to the occasion, don't you think? Yes, yeah, he's pretty well-spoken. Um, he, he's got a sort of avuncular attitude and he's a bit different. He's a lovable larrikin, is Ben Stratton. And I think he'll handle the, uh, the media spotlight quite well. And if... Um, I guess that audio that was recorded in the intra club is anything to go by. There's plenty to suggesting he can be an on-field leader as well. He's certainly got the experience under his belt. Yeah, well, definitely. All right. Well, with all this in mind, why were you initially, at least, so down? Well, on I this? thought it was out of the three. I thought it was out of Shields, Gunners, or Smith. Yeah, so did and I. I th- thought maybe Smith was a bit old. Mm-hmm. I thought Gunners was a little bit undercooked as a leader. Okay. And then I thought it'd fall to Shields, mm. but. What I did hear was perhaps those three are a little too kind on field. A little too, uh, what would we say, play the ball, not the man. If okay. you know what I mean. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, although that can't really be levelled at Shields. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know that about Shields, actually. But oh, Strats has a bit of mongrel in him. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Especially when he took out that Essendon player last year. <laughs> that was wonderful. Did you see that? Yes. And Ruffy had that mongrel in him mm-hmm. when he went through Dangerfield. Twice in two years with the knee. <laughs> and uh, Mitchell yep. had the mongrel. And uh, Vanders had the mongrel. Mm-hmm. And is that That's about it. Yeah, I think you've skipped over one really important player, but anyway. What? Oh, the clean, yeah, the clean skin, uh, Hodgie. Do we yep. just not talk about him anymore? Well, are we allowed to talk about him with Wingard on the list? I mean, it's very strange. <laughs> oh, God. One of Wingard's best posters. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. We're so sorry, Chad. <laughs> so sorry. Well, I noticed at the time that he didn't really make too much of it on field. Mm. It was the media that made a lot of it. Well, it did look nasty. You've got to admit that. But um, he didn't 
he didn't. It was right in front of me that day. Isn't that kind of um, something to do with like there's a player code or something where you're not supposed to dob others in? You're supposed to give. Well, them if a he fair actually code? felt genuine fear or anything like they were suggesting in the media, mm. um, then he would have definitely remonstrated and never have turned up at the club. I would have thought if he'd felt targeted. But as it is, he's one of us, and uh, he might play sometime this year. So in the, in the in the shadows of. The great captains that have come before him, mm. Strats, he's a leader by example, mm-hmm. and I think he'll be very good for the young players. I think he's, I think he's approachable mm-hmm. in ways that I'm not sure some of the other members might have been. Yeah, it seems that way. And um, he's at the back, he's behind the ball, and I think they're going to need some leadership behind the ball this year. Yeah, absolutely. I. I think it is a good decision. Um, I will fess up, and anyone who's listened to last year's podcast, uh, he was not the horse that I backed. It was Shields for me, and I stayed with that. I would have liked any of those four that, that we named to become captain, but as it is, it's landed on Stratton, and that is the decision of the players, signed off on by the, the coaching staff. And, uh, you know, it's. And he had an outstanding season. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. Uh, I think the fans, by and large, you'd say, are pretty happy. So the response we got on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, if you haven't followed us on there, the response there was uh, overwhelmingly positive from the fans, I would say. Yeah, so it'll be good to see Strats leading us around. I hope he can get another goal. (laughs) Actually, would it be the greatest uh, ratio of premierships to goals scored? (laughs) It's something special, no (laughs) doubt. We need to look into that. Got to get some answers. If you do, in fact, know the answer to that, any listeners out there, anyone at all. This is part of my segment. I want to have a stat of the week segment. Oh, stat of the week segment. Which okay. will be just obtuse and ridiculous stats that you can mention, you know, at yeah. three quarter this, time. This in would the have crowd. been one for the uh, the meeting before we pressed record. Actually, no, no, no. this is the first <laughs> one. This is where we blow out the cobwebs. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. All right, fine. Stat of the week is a thing now. Hold well, him to it, listeners. Maybe we'll do a Cam Mooney thing where you just people just throw stat of the week at you, oh, you, you pick said, the worst one. So when you said throw, when you just throw grand finals away. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's, it was my go-to with Cam Mooney. It's weird, isn't it? Ah, uh, Cam. Why would they put him in charge of a, a numbers segment? It's just great. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we One moved. behind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to some social media stuff. I, I've, I have more to say on uh, captaincy and leadership, but I want to get to some social media stuff first. Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, that's where you want to head to follow us. I think we've exceeded 1,300 followers now, Tiz, which is outstanding. What well, was it? A big leap after the... It was the practice match, mate. Yeah. Yeah, we got some handy plugs from some uh, affiliated Hawks pages on Facebook as well. That helped us out. So we thank those people very much for plugging our Twitter page, our podcast. Um, but also, I think I might have been the only one at the ground, or just about at least, tweeting, live <laughs> tweeting a practice match like a complete weirdo. And yep. people latched onto that, and we we uh, we had a massive spike in followers. So thanks to everyone that's joined us this year so far, and uh, please share it around, get people on board before the season starts. We've got a Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash hawktalkpod, and we're on iTunes. Uh, rate, review us, subscribe there. 123 ratings at the moment, Tiz, which is outstanding. Yeah, you have to run the gauntlet on Facebook though, don't you? How There's do you some mean? negative types on there. Okay, let's have a go at our oh. impressions, because I reckon... <laughs> I reckon you might say the same thing as me. Do you, do you want to imitate a Nuffy? Maybe that could be a regular a segment. Nuffy. Yeah. We're Nuffies. Oh, well, I suppose we are, but we have mics, so who cares? <laughs> uh, well, that's it. Season over. Mitch is down. Yeah, there you go. That that was the classic one. That's a classic catch cry of season's over. 
development <laughs> development year. Yeah. Uh, maybe in a couple of years we'll look all right. Burgon will be gone. Frawley will be gone. <laughs> Smith will be gone. All right, this is getting a bit too real now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell where. The line is blurred. I can't tell what's you anymore. Can I ever go at my impression? Yeah. Jeez, is the Chad even going to play this year? Why'd we even get him? Why would bring Birdo back? Yeah. Clarko's stuck in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Time to give someone else a go. What, instead of Clarko? Yeah. Oh, my. Have you not read these? Wow. Yeah. Mate, it doesn't matter how much goodwill you muster or premierships, <laughs> there's always someone else. It's, oh, it's time to give them a go, I think. Yeah. Time What's, to get some new blood into the club. What was wrong with four, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. When's Tom Scully going to play? Uh, when, he's, when he's fit. How about that? Shut up. Can when we... he's fine to play, he'll play. <laughs> oh. Anyway, our most recent captain, John Segler. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Didn't you love, in the same week that we announced our captain and our leadership team, I don't think one of them played in our JLT clash <laughs> against Brisbane. And so we appointed, for one week only, get in there, John Segler, get up to, where is it, Moreton Bay. Very rude. Someone said, am I going because I cursed them. <laughs> he did last year, yeah. Oh, voila, no <laughs> curse. No, no curse. It's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> Turns out, if you play... Virtually none of your best 22, you, you might can, lose a game. But you can lose by less than you do if you choose your best 22. Unbelievable, isn't it? Anyway, I thought the kids were great. Yeah, they were exciting. Let's recap the scores. We did fall to Brisbane in the end, 15-12-102. They defeated us 8-12-60. And, uh, Irrelevant. Well, I mean, it is, really. I mean, I didn't really hang hopes on winning this game, uh, even before the team was selected. And then it was just a matter of adjusting your expectations and seeing how the kids might go. And I think I was. I'll tell you what happened happy. to me. Yeah. I went, um, oh, well, we've picked a young lineup. Let's go and see who Brisbane have picked. Mm. First name I read off, L. Hodge. I'm yes. like, oh, okay, well, if that's any indication <laughs> <laughs> about how seriously Brisbane are taking this game. They did take it seriously. They picked it, almost full strength, didn't they? Because everybody has six day breaks. So it's quite interesting. Mm um that the AFL set it up that way. How did you think John Segler went as captain? <laughs> because I'm going to say he got absolutely destroyed, both him and well, He did early by McInerney, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say our ruck division got thoroughly trounced. Oh, they came in back this. into it. I thought Pitt yeah. fought on well. I'd say the team as a whole uh, ran out of legs. I mean, the scoreline blew out. That happens with kids. Yeah. At I mean, the end does. of every quarter and at the end of the game. When I eventually got live tweeting, I, I did call that. I said, if I have to make a prediction at half time, uh, they'll hang in there for a while and then Brisbane will just extend the lead out, which is what happened. And I, look, I'm fine with it. Practice match, who cares? But I young guess... Ben did very well, didn't he? <laughs> That's his nickname, is it? Well, he, I think he turned up at... At Stratton's party with such as life written over his belly. So he, no, know, he knows. Really? Yeah. Did he actually? He did. Oh, such low hanging fruit. Yeah. Then again, it, it works. works. I, I love, like it. I love that delicious fruit myself on this podcast. So <laughs> I don't know who am I to talk. Yeah. Uh, so James Cousins played very well. Was he was our best. He was the standout. Yeah. 29 touches in the end and was, uh, he was prevalent. He was everywhere, which was great to see. Uh, your boy, who was referred to in the Herald Sun as Tim Golds, you can see the Herald Sun still, uh, in pre-season mode as well. <laughs> Will Golds collected 25 touches. Yeah. Well, we had a bit of a word on Golds. Mm. And uh, it looks like he's going to be a star. If that's anything to go by. Uh, he just seemed to be 
finding space and well you know it is the season to just uh jump to lofty conclusions about players based on well i mean he, he and when he was interviewed he was very uh circumspect and not getting ahead of himself yeah, he's very he humble he wants to play footy and yeah he's very real yeah the media training is first class at hawthorne as well <laughs> okay don't give him any ammo clark will get them all saying really pleasing and <laughs> that's the dream that's the that's the goal for all players <laughs> <laughs> trot out the really pleasing company line. Uh, who else did you like in this game? Sicily uh, was spotted up forward. He, well, he played the game up forward, really. Kicking 2-4. Uh, some of the set shots were a bit difficult for him. There was one end where the breeze was not helping his cause at all. Do you reckon he'd step foot in front of goal all, all summer? Well, why not? But I, I felt that was just... We'll just have a look at how the, the B team defend and mm. without Sicily down there. Clarko today flagged his intention of, of how he's going to use Gunston and Sicily. And, uh, Did he? It's well, a very un clarko thing to do. Well, I mean, he has come out and said it. Okay. It's, oh, this is not you know, mere say? speculation. Well, he's saying that he wants to turn them into two of the best swingmen in the comp. Okay. So, I mean, if that's any indication... I thought that's why we got Kaczynski, because he's a swingman. Clarko loves his utilities. We know this. Is O'Brien a swingman? Uh, Shuey? No. <laughs> Ruff? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, hey, he's swung frawly, famously, in WA that night. Just because... Swung Lake as well. I, oh. think we, I think we need to make the distinction. We're not talking about Brian Lake on this podcast. I think we need to make the <laughs> distinction uh, that you can be a swingman, but not necessarily a good one. Okay. Okay, I think Sicily has so much potential to be... I really don't want to see Gunston in the back half. Oh, look, no. And I was hoping that Scrimshaw could free him up, to be honest. Mm. I mean, I, I don't really love Gunston in the uh, the back half either, but... Come on, Scrimshaw was great. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, yeah. I, beautiful I, kick on him. I had players uh, ahead of him in my sort of notables, but... No, I, I mean, let's talk about Sicily Ford just for a sec. The The rumblings from Twitter... Most people would like to see him remain down back, and I think that's sensible. But you have to admit, he's a weapon up forward. If we, if we, if at any stage we want to throw him forward, I mean, that, that could be the spark, the X factor that we need in a game. Can't, uh, like, can't you just see momentum shifting all of a sudden through a move like that? He seems well, like the, the prime player to be able to do that. It's interesting what our forward setup's going to be mm. uh, going into this year because we've got to talk about Mitch, don't we? Mm. Your boy, Mitch Lewis. Yeah, we do. He's not creating space for himself. Nah. He's just leading towards where the ball's going. So weird, because he does it so well at Box Hill. He does. And then he just seems so uh, timid. Yeah. Timid and, and slightly confused. Well, I mean, in the practice game, he kicked the first goal, and then Tim Moore hold, held him pretty well mm. after that. Oh, you mean the intra-club? Yeah, sorry, yep. intra-club, yep. yeah. So, uh, you know, he's still got a lot of potential. He does. He do showed think, it all last season. Do you think season. he's one of those players that can't be bothered in these? <laughs> yeah, you know, some players just yeah, well, go out there for a run, get the Ks up on the GPS. And I, I mean, if that was the case, I'd say that's slightly foolish. It's not like he's got a spot in the, in the 22 sewn up at this point. What's he, he's played two games. Yeah, that's he's true. he's really in the in the grand context of things. He's not anyone yet, he didn't so he the, should not be taking it easy. He didn't get the easiest games either. No, that well, that's I, I'm happy to write those two games off as we we've not seen what he can do at AFL level just yet. 
because there were two very difficult uh, matches, uh, Brisbane and West Coast, in our sort of mid-season slump that we had in 2018. But we've seen it all at VFL level. We've seen what he can do. And uh, I don't know, a little bit, little bit shaky so far this this preseason the, with the intra club match. I saw him at the practice match. I was keen to have a good look at him there. He was brought on quite late into the game, so I don't think he really got such a fair run. But and that could account for him looking a bit out of his depth. But uh, and then you, you you know you put this JLT game in the mix as well. And yeah, what is up, Mitch Lewis? I want to switch to Mitch. I want to hashtag switch to Mitch Tiz, but. Uh, Starting to feel a little bit shaky on, uh, on well, having called that way too soon. Richmond. In uh, JLT2? Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. Give him a good crack down at Tassie. Gee, Taya Miles came out swinging, didn't he? Mm. He uh, remained on the list, very close to dropping out of the AFL system. Well, yeah, it was on the table for a bit. Ran so. an 87.5 disposal efficiency, only <laughs> bettered by one man who every Hawthorne supporter knows. <laughs> Has to improve his disposal efficiency because he says so. Clarko says so. Yep. Everyone says so. Screams so at times. <laughs> Good old Jars. So Jars ran at a hundred percent. He ran at a hundred percent, only off four kicks. Okay, five well, handballs, but yep. he didn't have a lot of time out there. Okay. Well, that's something. James uh, Cousins ran at 79.3. Yeah, Cousins was good. I, I want to highlight... Uh, 29 disposals. Yes. He put his hand up. Yeah, I, I said 29. I said Cousins, 29. We've done Cousins. Uh, I, I know you're excited. I want to keep going on about him. No, I know. I know. I'm excited. Because at this stage, would you say he's a lock for round one? In terms of... Uh, if, you, if you treat these... Uh, I think so. If you treat this preseason as an audition for who's going to take that Tom Mitchell spot, Cousins has to be the front runner, right? Yeah. Another guy is staking his claim, Warple, who I was, I was pretty impressed with yet again. Um, it seems like he's right in the box seat to build on what he showed last year. And I think a stat that... Uh, I don't know if people overlooked this or not. Um, it was the tackling that I was impressed with. Nine tackles in total against Brisbane. And uh, he, he led the uh, entire field in that respect. So I was pretty impressed with that. He's very visible as well, Warple. He gets in there. He gets stuck in, which I like. What about that number 40? He seemed to be everywhere. Involved in everything. Harry Jones. I didn't notice him as much as I did in the practice match hit out against Carlton, but I'm starting to like what I'm seeing from him. It's interesting. They, uh, he's very tight with Warps and Nash and a few mm. of the other young fellas. So that kind of chemistry, that really plays well for a, for a group, doesn't it? You think they uh, push each other and ask more of each other each time? Absolutely. And they yeah, don't want to let good. each other down. You have that camaraderie about them. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you name dropped him just then. What about Connor Nash? Yeah, yeah, he's doing a wonderful. Um, who's that bloke that gets over the back for Adelaide? Josh Jenkins. Josh Jenkins. He Mate, has been watching that. Do not insult the good man by likening him to Josh Jenkins. I can't liken him that much. He can't hit a set shot. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, from his biggest fan to his greatest detractor. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> no, quick. he's going to be. He's going to be great. But get some confidence. Start kicking the goals. He's yeah. a beautiful kick. If he doesn't. Have to kick a goal. He can hit anybody on a pass. Did you see that little flick pass he did to goals? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I agree. One thing I've been impressed at between the practice match and JLT1, when Nash gets going, it's reminiscent of that scene in Men in Black where someone just pushes the button in the car. and he a big just, head on him, doesn't he? Well, that took a turn, listeners. <laughs> Didn't see it going that way. I was praising him, and you've gone for big head. Yeah, he does. He's got a big head. Well, I guess the he kind does. of head when you go up to spoil the mark gets mm. in the way. 
Look, all I wanted to say is that he can burn off an opponent uh, as well as anyone I've seen in the past few years. I, I've loved his runs into into vacant goals. What about your bloke, Brand? Brand, he, well, he's looking good. He's looking like a unit. but um, Certainly improved in his performance on Hipwood. <laughs> that's true. Yep, he's made strides there. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard, mind you. But um, I read somewhere, I think it was on Hawk headquarters, that... Um, uh, someone posited that Brand is a real confidence player in the sense that he will perform better with elite talent around him. Yeah. So okay. he need, he needs the group around him to get the best out of himself. At down at Box Hill, you watch him, and he really does lead quite well there. As, as a player, he tells people where they're meant to be, and I think he just he will get the confidence to do it. Well, a similar thing with Mitch Lewis. Mm. You know, they perform well at Box Hill, but um, it, it, you just have to worry. Um, with Brand, I mean, he has very good one-on-one stats. Mm. Um, and the thing is, he's he's got this bent to attack. Yeah, and I'm not sure that it's his go. No, I, I would say it's not his go either. But um, because that other players, other teams let them do that. I mean, what was it? 18 months ago, they were letting Frawley kick into our forward line every chance they could. Mm, that's they'd, true. Remember that? Yes, I, watch, I do. And Frawley would get it, and we'd all go, "Well, no, no one go near him." Yeah. And he'd try to hit up a lead, and we'd yeah. all go, oh. <laughs> and he'd go for distance. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what he was doing, because mm. it, it was never near anybody. <laughs> I remember it all too well, Tiz. So, yeah. But um, what about the other young boys? Damon Greaves, he was he looked good. He looked about 12. Happy birthday, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Walker. Wow, an excitement machine. I mean, when he did get the ball, you got can't some say... Got some well, you were always entertained when he got near it, that's for sure. He he plucked some great grabs. What yeah. did he end up with? Was it one goal or two goals? I can't remember. Um, Matthew Walker kicked one goal straight, right. but he took a couple of classy marks. It's good, I mean, yeah. it's the timing of the marks that you're looking at there. I mean, it's fitting that he's wearing the number 33 in his back because in his own right, a bit of X factor about him from what we've seen so far. Yeah. Nothing will compare to the great man, just before we get tweets. Tony Hall, <laughs> who everyone's likening him to. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Not just you before we hit record? No. Okay. I've read that a lot. <laughs> Where? Facebook. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Seems like there's a lot on Facebook. Well, I joined. Yeah, okay. Horrendous error. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing Scrimshaw on the weekend with Impey. Sicily will probably get another game. Frawley will come on, even though he's named on the weekend. What do you think of uh, certain starter, CJ? CJ. I mean, the amount of hyperbole. I think it's the 29. Oh, really? That does it. Okay. Everyone loves loves the 29. Famous number, CJ, wearing the famous number that I saw hanging outside Northland AFL store. They know where it's at, Tiz. (laughs) They know to put the Hawthorne number 29 right in front of their stores so you lure people in for a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that was a bit ridiculous from the commentators, wasn't it? It's he has some closing speed, but it did seem quite contrived. But still, I found him exciting. He was, he's yeah, been exciting look, at Box Hill as well. Oh, and absolutely! No, he's, he's that kind of player. He's he been can e- have impact. Look, he's he's been exciting, but I don't think he's a walk-up star for round one in the way that this commentary team was saying. And he's but, been a he's been a bit of a hail mary from Hawthorne, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So they're making the most of him. That is something that I noticed: mm. the defensive structure. Mm. Even when you just plug in different soldiers without any real experience in the mm-hmm. game, was still very difficult for Brisbane to pick apart. 
Uh, Even with the 666. Well, early well, on. I'd say until they tied. I was going to say yes and no, because I mean, the amount of just easy crumbs Brisbane got about 10 metres out from goal. When a they little got bit of a tied. Problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, granted, it was second half stuff, but yep. yeah. They I mean, were frustrated for a while. Yeah, well, Hawthorne hung in there admirably, but you know. Well, there's some real bite in that group. I like it. I like these young fellas. I like them too. I'd say the overall takeaway from me about this would be uh, would be positive. I'm buoyant about the the talent that we've got coming through. And Connor Glass is a project, okay? Mm. People who are having a go at him, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a fair he's few. Still of those. an athlete with some foot skills, and he's yet to understand the game very well. So, how much time do you give him? Oh, they'll give him plenty of time. All right. Okay. People are quite harsh on him. They are. But that's because he got fated as this fantastic player the first game he played. Yeah, I guess Remember so. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And now he's getting harder roles and lockdown stuff and he gets exposed. Speaking of rangers, uh, <laughs> T.O.B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What was that noise? That can't bode that well. That was a noise for the segue, not for Timmy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good you specify these things. Now, what do you think of his uh, rebirth, if you like, as Ugh. a defender? <laughs> Don't be like that. <laughs> he's uh, He's been positioned in defence. That seems like that's going to be his home from now on. Yeah. Okay. You don't seem overly thrilled with it. No. Where, where else, if you had to play him, where else on the park would you put him at this stage? Box Hill City Oval? Yeah, but in defence, right? I think he's done enough yeah, so far. Make sure he doesn't hamper the development of any other youngsters. <laughs> this, is, this is outrageous. Really? Far too harsh, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely it's too harsh. I thought he played pretty well. <laughs> um, I'll just try to keep up there. He's, with... one of those, he's one of those players that can, can play well. We've seen it in the past. You give him uh, very strict instructions on what he's allowed to do and he will function and do that. Mm-hmm. We've seen him take Taylor Walker out of a game. Which is a big scalp. I mean, a lot of blokes can't do that. Yep. Um, he he really needed to kick on last year if he wanted to be a forward. Yeah, he that's got right. Another chance due to his contract being as long as it was. Otherwise, mm. I think he might have been jettisoned at the end of last year. Almost. And now he's trying, yes. as you correctly say, to rebirth himself as a defender again. Well, well it's, uh, it started as because he's been birthed as a defender before. I understand <laughs> that's why you've got rebirth there. <laughs> uh, it started again late last year in Box Hill and it worked well enough and uh, I think they've finally found where they would like to put him. I'm, but, not, I'm not saying he's... But a, he's with, with pushing the backs back in the game, yep. I think Timmy will be exposed incredibly harshly. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm not going to dispute that. Unless he can do that in the forward line for mm. us, mm. Um, I just think there's going to be a greater emphasis on physicality, and I think yeah. that is not going to be in his favour. No, that's not his strong suit. As ever, with Tim O'Brien, it's a question mark, isn't it? Yeah, but the guy's got so much skill. Again, we've heard this before. <laughs> this it's is, this is not new territory it's just for such Tim a O'Brien. shame no one else would bite at the trade table. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> <laughs> moving swiftly along. Yeah. Harry Morrison had a game to forget. He couldn't get near it. Yeah, he was a bit invisible. Yeah, but I think he couldn't be bothered, to be quite honest. <laughs> and uh, Timmy Moore looks all right. He'll be a good backup. Mm. David Mirror looked excellent until yep. he went down with an ankle injury, which we haven't got any... Well, he's a test for this he? week. Okay. Yeah, he, he's so okay. Nothing, nothing major. No, nothing major. Warple, of course, got a scare. He did. Yeah, I was uh, not good. Okay. We'll move on. 
Yeah, let's move on. The JLT, it's a bit of a farce. Uh, how did you feel about AFLX? <laughs> From one farce to another. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Poor mate. Burgers. Oh, my goodness. Um, they just set him in defence against tall opponents. Did you go? He just watched. You're sounding overly familiar with the AFLX brands. Did you well, turn up? I watched the first three matches. Yeah. And then I kind of just drifted into the land of Nod and woke up to Jack celebrating. Okay. Which was awful. <laughs> Cripps looked happy. I was happy for Cripps. Mm, he did look happy. Yeah. Especially after he palmed off that guy in the... <laughs> did you see that? The guy tackled him. He just pushed him away. And the refs were like, that's fine. <laughs> Look, I have exhausted my thoughts on AFLX at this point. I've AFL exhausted my thoughts, Tiz. Excellent. <laughs> that did not come from the bottom of the barrel, I can tell. No, that is top shelf. That is mint. I've been saving that one for a special That'll occasion. That'll be back next year. That's with the fine china. That'll it's be... not going to be back next year. Yeah, that will it's be back. It's done. It's dead. It's not. See, what bothers me is that I know you could be right. Yeah. I can't say with certainty that you're wrong about this because I was about to say, no, there was enough fan backlash and fans don't like it. They got, what, 20,000 of the game, right? It's going to be AFL sex. AFL sex, uh uh-huh. Yeah, Battle of the Sexes. Hang on, is this some weird dream world in which the AFL promote the women's competition? What they'll do is... I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, this is a fantasy Is they're going to divide the field into thirds like a netball court? (laughs) Oh, no. And they'll have women at either end and men competing in the centre. I mean, is it any crazier than anything we've just seen? Because It'll, it'll be fantastic. I have three words for you, listeners. Scissors, paper, rock. <laughs> is it any crazier? I mean, get okay. a patent for this, Tiz. It's about time they nudged the Australian mint out of our game. I, I just, I do not care about it at all. I hope it doesn't come back, but it could come back. Uh, all I ask is that Hawthorne limits its involvement, which they did very nicely. <laughs> they didn't do it nicely. Oh. They were like, by the way, we're not buying on the day beforehand. <laughs> and that's exactly the kind of contempt I want our club to show this competition. <laughs> I loved it. The, I mean, the only thing that could have been sweeter is Burgers not playing. Oh, he wanted the money. Well, I mean, it's too late, wasn't it? It was far too late, and the pay was too good. So, <laughs> look, he what? didn't have to do much. He just watched the ball go. Nah, over his well, head. I mean, in a, in a sense, that's it, isn't it? Because, like, what? It's likely his final year. Cash in now. <laughs> just, just load up and then exit the game on a high. Yeah. You asked me about AFLX. I thought you were going to ask me about the practice match. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was uh, sort of my first taste of. Um, what food did they have? Uh, I didn't grab any food there, actually. No. Did they have any merch? Uh, Yeah, because I think the Carlton store was open. Did they have that gold Legends Guernsey up then? No, that wasn't out then. Do you like it? I'm neutral on it. I I wish the colours were inverted. So I I wish the uh, the V-strip was uh, yellow. I just, just like it a bit better. I don't. I don't see how by changing those colours it doesn't force a clash with any other team. But that's the vintage one. So. Well, true, true, but it's, it's just my personal preference. That's all. Well, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, I love it. Okay. Except that I could never wear it. Why? Because it's very um, bright. Unforgiving. Unforgiving. <laughs> I went with bright. You went with unforgiving. Well, it is. I think we're on the same page with that one. We you just got, didn't know you it. got a roll in the wrong place. That is going to show. <laughs> <laughs> you're still rocking your preseason Stewie Dewbot, are you? <laughs> yeah. 
My beach bod is designed for floating in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. That one got me good. Now I, I finally get what you're getting at. No, I'm not sure they did have Hawks merch at the at the practice game. But obviously being an icon, all the Carlton stuff was open. They had a big Carlton contingent there who were really into booing the umpires. Uh, even at the... Even at the practice game. When amazing. Zero stakes and who cares. Uh, no, I mean, look. Great little ground though, isn't it? It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. Hawthorne always had a good time there. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, have you booked any tickets for interstate? I was waiting for you to uh, approach me about what games you'd like to sell. I want to go to Tassie at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never been. Never been to Tassie. <gasps> yeah, I know. What? It's something that every Hawk supporter I feel like should do, and I haven't done it yet. They've sponsored your enjoyment in football for years. I know. <laughs> I know. No, I really need to get down there. I think we played Carlton at one point, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to pick that one, are we? I want to pick one that maybe we might win. So that's round six. Okay, well, geez, that's soon. All right, better get on that if we want to do that. And then we play Port down there. Yep. Or we can play Frio down there, which is later on. And, of course, we take Brisbane down there again. Okay. Any if, of those? If, if it's Brisbane, you're not coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> we could go to Canberra, play the Giants. I wouldn't mind going to Canberra. I think it'd be interesting because I've never been there. So, yeah, it's like circle work, but in a form of a city. <laughs> okay. I think we probably will go to Canberra. Oh, you're putting it out there now? Yeah. Right. Round 21. All right. Well, there you go, listeners. We'll, we'll look into it because I'm not committing without looking into it because I'm not a damn fool. The Caravan of Canberra. The Caravan of Canberra. <laughs> I did well. That was okay. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Okay. Again, this this podcast is turning into a meeting, but anyway. Um, we mentioned Tassie, though. The next JLT game is uh, Saturday, March 9th. It's coming Saturday. Hawks v Tigers, Utah's 7.10pm. Uh, I mean, what are we expecting from this game? I mean, Clark Rose flagged that we're going to have a more experienced side. Uh, so, you know, it might pique the interest of supporters a bit more to, to, in terms of seeing how our team might look in 2019. Yeah, I um I imagine that last week was how we structured defensively, and I imagine this week will be how we structure for attack. I think that's a pretty good way of putting it. Yeah, you'll have uh, well Gunston. I think from that Booper report, I think he's a test now. Okay. Yeah, so I think he might be right. Bruce will come back in. Um, so I mean, there's your these two are, all these Australian are forwards. With an enormous amount of experience that only yeah. really need a run on the park. Yeah, just uh, they just need the touch. Yep, dust off the cobwebs. That's all you need. Um, in terms of predictions, does it does it matter for that one? I I don't no, really. It never matters. No, I don't really look for wins and losses. Unless you're looking to things. fund your membership, no. <laughs> do they take betting on JLT? Absolutely. Yeah. What am I saying? Of course they do. Probably yep. did on AFLX. Do anyway. multi bets. <laughs> oh, Mason's multi's back. <laughs> oh God! Actually, I didn't, did as, not see that coming. As we know, uh, I am not bound to that obligation. So if if anyone would like Mason's multi to return. You have to say, listeners, you have to hit us up on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, otherwise I won't be doing it because I won that bet and I'm not beholden to tears. I don't have to do it. Come on, just do it. Everyone (laughs) loves it. People bought memberships for their pets off your multis. (laughs) I'm just a poor student. One (laughs) dollar a week means a lot to me. (laughs) That's a frozen Coke. Oh, wow. It is, yeah. Yeah. Didn't mean to accidentally. So come on, let's go big picture. All right, but, well, so, to... 
oh. trying to predict one weekly right. event. Right, okay, so big picture predictions. Ladder. We, okay, we're talking about where Hawthorne's going to finish. Well, do you want me to go first? And Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is this because you just want to shoot down my prediction? No, this is because I got it right last week, last year and I don't want you copying. Oh, <laughs> look, fair play. <laughs> you did get it right. In fact, you I said... I got it bang on. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Four you... to six. No, you said six. No, I didn't. You did. Said I didn't. Well, I'm not going back through the archives I did. and proving something. I did go back. Bull. Yeah, no definitely. way. But someone else will go back for me. No, nah. great. No, no, no. Anyway, I know I'm right on this. You said six. We'll finish six. Mm-mm. But we finished four. I'm, we need to. We need to press on. I'm not going to get hung up on this. Definitely four. We finished fourth. So fair play. You did call that. You said we were going to have success. I think I said last year that we were just going to make the finals. From twelfth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> My attitude this year is very similar. I think we'll finish eighth and we won't do a damn thing in the finals. Um, that's going to be my, my prediction. We hang around. Uh, anything we can do in the finals will be an absolute bonus. But um, if that's the case, do we do we want to finish further down the ladder? It's that's That might be wise. Nah, look, we are mm. winning a final. Okay. We're winning a final, and we're winning a final with Tom Mitchell in the centre. Oh, that's how good his comeback's going to be. All right. I mean, this sounds a lot like uh, a finals prediction and a lot less like a ladder prediction. You don't want to commit to any sort of particular place. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Um, yeah, and not a range this time. If you did, in fact, choose a range last time, none of this six to four nonsense. Well, that's, that's not a big range. No, I said eighth. I said we'd finish eighth. You have to pick a place. Uh, all right, fifth. Okay, there it is, fifth. On percentage. On, well, now we're getting more specific. <laughs> Why put down the shovel? You said fifth. You don't have to make it tougher for yourself. All right, fifth. And based on, on the return of uh, one Tom Mitchell to the side. Uh, uh, no, I think there's enough talent in this t- side and there's enough discipline. I think there's a lot to be made of discipline in, in the modern game. Now, I'm going to throw you under the bus again. Because yep. I know at one time you were very down on our chances for this year. Now you've propelled us to fifth. Well, it's on the back of Jones and it's on the back of Cousins. Because mm. uh, They look like the shining lights that you're after? Uh, they, no, they look like they can... If it was only one, then I don't think we could do anything. But uh, there's two that can be a, that can rotate through that. And with the, pre, with the mid-season draft, we might be able to bring someone else in if we need them through the centre. But um, it's going to be awfully hard in the uh, centre clearances. We really need to have some ability to attack from those centre clearances when there's only six ahead and six behind. Mm. So if we're getting beaten out of there early, um, it's going to be very difficult. It is. It's almost like we super need that extractor. Uh, that we've lost for this year. But who knows? We might uncover something. We, we might figure our way around it. You never know. People are tipping that O'Meara is in line for the Brownlow already. But we've still got a lot of experience. It's true, yeah. And um, We've got an awful lot of players we can run through the midfield. We've got options and versatility, I think. Yeah. Well, Daniel Howe. I mean, what are we looking at there? Jeez. Now, there's a guy that I straight up plum forgot. It is Daniel Well, Howe. after he knocked out. Crips or yeah. attempted to. Yeah. 
and then he kicked that guy in the shin and broke it. Mm. Um, we sort of forgot about him. That's and right. he did come back, but he didn't... Ha- he, he seems to be a bit of a momentum player. Yeah. But he could be very important mm-hmm. this whole year. Yep. I mean, if you get to round 10 and suddenly you've got Tom Scully on one wing and Smith on the other, streaming, Yep. right? And you're just playing counter-attack and all you're doing is bombing it long to Nash over the back. I mean, come on. That's going to work. You've seen how well Nash and Poppy work together. Yes. There's some chemistry there. Yep. Then, uh, you know... The thing is, it's all Clarko, mate. Well, look, on paper, this team, at its best, threatens to be a force, even without Mitchell. But I'm still not sure. I, I maintain eighth. Maybe that's just the realist in me. I don't want to commit to being overly optimistic. I don't want to be too negative either. Two rucks? Uh, yeah. Two rucks. Yeah, two rucks. Not not sure about Pitto yet. Right. Uh, I want to see something from him desperately this year. But I'm still not convinced. Uh, I'd, I'd be just be going Segler and McAvoy again. And Scrimshaw and Sicily coming off the half-back line with booming 70-metre pinpoint passes. Yep, moving Sicily if at all required, but otherwise I'd play him down back for sure. Make no mistake, in spite of that very tentative prediction of eighth, there is class in every line of this, of this team. Are we going to pick a youngster yet, or is it a bit early? Uh, as in, it's probably a bit early. We usually go about round five when we see Mitch Lewis start tearing it up, or I uh, went like Nash. anointing the anointed one. Last year it was Warple. Remember, I saw Nash just paced Vickery in that in that practice game yeah, a couple of years ago, and I was like, I love that guy. <laughs> Vickery was so frustrated. It was great. Mm. You got one bloke you're going to ride all the way into the first team and then into finals. Dylan Moore. Got a brave heart. Doesn't shirk a contest. Kicks him from 50 out. Looks like Captain America before he transforms into Captain America. That's all on you? Yep. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> I have no it's, idea what that means. If anyone's seen the film, you'll know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, he's tiny. He is a boy. But the things that he does on the field, they're, they're quite something. He is a, he's a pocket rocket. And I, I really, uh, I do have high hopes. It's just if he can break into the team, which I think he'll be able to this year. Yeah, well, before Scully's on, you know, looking at it, he, he'll get a go, I would have thought. He's just got that certain X factor about him that I really like. And uh, I think the kind that Hawthorne's been missing for just a little bit, which is odd to say of a team that had two All-Australian forwards last year. But, uh, I mean, look, the, the glaring absence of a Cyril type or in fact, as it were, Cyril, uh, is still a thing that we're looking to cover. And I think players like Moore and even to a degree Wingard and, and I mean, from what we've seen of Walker, it doesn't matter whether he plays up forward or wherever they want to put him, there's something, there's, there's an electricity that I'm, I'm liking about these players. I'm looking forward to seeing, and I think Moore can bring that in spades. Yeah, all right, let me paint you a picture. Uh, so this is your pick, all right. Brand, going back for the fight of the ball, takes the mark, handballs off to Sicily, booms it to the wing. Mm-hmm where Scully has burned off his opponent. Mm. Scully turns around, dinks it over the top to Scrimshaw. Scrimshaw just pumps it, doesn't have time to turn to look. Just pumps it into the forward 50. Mm. You can tell me who's going to go up in the pack. I'll go Mitch Lewis up in the pack. With Nash. Yeah, both of them are going up, but neither get it. They bring it down. Yeah, it goes through the hands over the back. Ruffy runs in in the (laughs) open goal. 
<laughs> Ruffy's playing deep forward, crumbing the pack. Yeah. Interesting. It's not bad, though, is it? <laughs> well, Ruffy will be a deep forward. They've got to have one bloke in the square. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he probably should be. Yeah. Someone's got to be there. Uses the body, does the little flicks, the little taps. Mm-hmm. Very clever. I, I guess I'm just amused because I would have thought that one of the smaller blokes would have sharked it. No, but... that's why I did it. <laughs> so, hang on. After all of this, who are you attaching your hopes to? I'm attaching hopes to um, having some lively key forwards. It would be great to have the twin towers of Lewis and Nash yeah. down there. And that relies a lot at this stage on Lewis holding up his end of the bargain because Nash is looking good. I'm impressed with Nash so far. You can't, re- you can't really man up Nash. No. He's too quick, too tall. Who are you going to put on him? He's, he's a difficult prospect if he right? gets going, yeah. So Mitch Lewis still gets the best defender going, uh, you know, in, in the uh, half-forward mm. line. I think you made an astute observation, actually, that Lewis does need space. And that's one he thing... He needs to make it. He needs to deliberately call for the space. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say it's up to the teammates as well to, to work that out with him. But every time I've seen him flourish... It's the a, it's a running patterns. Yeah, yeah. Every time I've seen him flourish at VFL level, he's had an abundance of space to go one out Beautiful and, kick. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. But See? you but you back him in. When he when he gets alone with mm. an opponent, he'll win. He'll win. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I hope he can get it together. But the twin towers of Nash and Lewis, now that's an exciting prospect, not only for this year, but going forward, I yeah, hope. Remember Ruffy can push in the back, doesn't have to get off the ground anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not that he ever did. No. It doesn't always matter with Ruff. Oh, he's a brute of a man. He's he'll, huge. He'll, he'll always find a way. He'll take him one-handed. He doesn't care. He'll get up for speckies. It's actually, he, he does so get I, off the ground sometimes. I think that'll suit him. I think yeah. McAvoy will be suited by being able to use his hands because mm-hmm. he, he, he's given away a few in the past. Yeah. Hands in the back. And, uh, oh, it's going to be interesting. Should we take some listener questions? No. <laughs> How only, can they have questions already? They've only been building all summer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I put a tweet out and uh, just had a look at what people were saying based off off the back of that JLT1 and what questions people had. I mean, you've got to be positive about this team, don't you? One of the I hot- certainly am. I think the prevailing feeling is that people are positive. Maybe they're just excited for footy. I mean, Maybe. it's one of the most experienced teams here going and it mm. has an injection of youth in the right spots. Yeah, I'd agree with that. We heard from Wiley who wants to know our tips for breakout players slash big improvers. Impy. Impy, it's Impy's time to shine. Yeah, he's uh, he's got his one of his good mates at the club now, mm-hmm. Chadley. That's true. And uh, getting real settled now. Yeah, well, I hope they can come up with some kind of, you know, ridiculous tele. Is it not telekinetic? What is it? <laughs> Telepathic connection. <laughs> telekinetic. Yeah, well, if well, it's telekinetic, well. it'd be fantastic. Well, that'd go well with the new rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go well with any rules. Uh, I think Connor Nash is pretty obvious. Yep. Big year. Mm-hmm. Connor Glass will probably develop for another year, you'd su- suspect. Tom Scully could do whatever he likes. Well, I'm still going to hitch my back. wagon. To, I mentioned him before, Dylan Moore. Obviously, that's going to be my tip for the breakout players. I don't know. I saw something in Walker. Mm-hmm. But Jack Scrimshaw, yeah, you're Scr- looking for super Scrimshaw's coach, your boy. He's, yeah, he, scr- he's, he's one of your faves. You've yep. got... Okay, go just say... Uh, Tizzer's faves, listeners. Let's see if I can nail them. I've got three in mind. We've got Will Golds, right? It's number one. Very excited for Will. Yep. Seems to have a ball on the string. Scrimshaw? Yeah, excellent. 
um, as long as he doesn't get exposed in one-on-ones early, he should have enough confidence to be able to distribute the ball beautifully around the park. And the aforementioned Connor Nash is, is your third one. They're, they're, yeah, well, I've been on him since the beginning, of that's course. That's right, yeah, you have Ever been. Ever since he tailed up Vickery at that fun day. Won't stop going on about that, and I kind of love it. <laughs> uh, now, we heard from... Uh, I'm going to tell him when I meet him. <laughs> uh, Mount Everest 2005 asks, at Hawk Talk Pod, what's your take on the Mitchell early return rumours? Okay, I guess we've kind of touched upon this already in this pod. Um are you, are you paying much mind to that? I guess you are. You're, you're sort no, of counting no. on him coming back so no, you can no, seal no. up that fifth spot. No, no. It's all... Look, that's the best thing about it. He could come back. Yeah. He probably won't, mm. but he could. <laughs> and those players are going to be looking at it going, oh, gee, Tom's putting in some effort here. Yeah. He's not been... He's not writing this year off. Yeah. No, We're you, still alive here. You raise a very good point. Um, I think it's super positive the progress that Mitchell's made so far and to have him uh, being very visible around the club, busting his ass, I think is super healthy for, for the teamwork ethic. And you know how he's become more intelligent in his gameplay. Mm. Well, that's only going to increase sitting in the coach's box for as long as he will. That's right, yeah. It'll be pretty good education for him. Um, okay. Nothing like seeing other people's mistakes that make you fix your own. Hayden Flint tweets us at Hawk Talk Pod. Warple round one, definite, definitely Warple round one. That's a lock. Hashtag Warple watch if you don't mind. <laughs> Matt Ingham tweets. I was also pleasantly surprised with how O'Brien played down back. We've touched on this already in the pod. Um, yeah, so am I. I think that's going to be his home. I think he's making a name for himself there. He will not be best twenty-two, but it's nice to have him in the back pocket should anything arise. Could be a role player if we're playing a three-pronged forward line. That's true. I think in the same article I was reading with um, Clarko talking about Sicily and Gunston, that they're talking about O'Brien being a, a pretty big fixture down back. Like they well, want, he, he has timing for his punching. Yeah. It's his marks on the wing that he can't do. Well, he can mark in defence. Now, we heard from Matt as well on the subject of uh, Cousins is just about a lock for round one for mine. I think us too, Matt. What do you reckon, Tiz? Cousins? Yeah, it's interesting for me. I'm not sure that uh, Clark will go with him in round one. It's a tough one. Um, certainly, it might, between, it might be between Warple and Cousins. He's a bit stubborn, old Clarko. Mm. Might have to have his hand yeah. forced on Cousins, I think. We have seen that. One of the few that, um, that didn't get his number changed over the break. Mm, that's true. So, perhaps not. He'll show them. He'll show them all. But, but perhaps they do that because they know his psychology. He likes to... Perhaps reading a bit too much into the numbers at this well, stage? I mean, they just... They, they know the players very well. They do. They, they know do. how to challenge them. Patrick Slingo. I don't know why I said it like that. Patrick Slingo. Uh, at Hawk Talk Pod, who will be our hidden gem this season? Stratton. Is he a hidden gem as captain? Sure. <laughs> sure. If anybody can be a hidden gem as captain... Yeah, it's true. It's strats. Yep. Caden Brand. Are you putting that out? Well, he's hidden, isn't he? I th- I actually do think he's important to, he this, is. to this side. And I uh, I place a lot of faith in him at the moment. Um, particularly with what the likes of Frawley coming to the end of his career. So I hope he can nearing take the next step. Nearing the end. Nearing the end. <laughs> How many years do you reckon he has left? Two. Okay, all right. So he gets another contract at the end of the year. That's what you're saying. All right, okay. Hold you to that. Uh, Brito asks, CJ, how far off getting a shot is CJ? 
Um, if we like, we've mentioned this podcast. We're not going to say round one. Um, when do we pull the trigger on that? You'll see him play Gold Coast. I mean, it's late in the season. If we're not playing finals. Yep. All right. That's about it. Simon McDonald tweets at us, keen to hear your thoughts on how you'd select our side for round one. Well, that's going to act, Simon, as a bit of a teaser for next week where we'll work that out. Well, once we've seen what Clarko's thinking in JLT2. Exactly right. Yeah, we'll get another good look at the side in JLT2 and make our decisions based off that. Danny P has a bit to say on Johnny Segler. Wouldn't mind Segler a bit of airtime. Unsung, but I think he's ready for a huge year. His knee uh, is now behind him. <laughs> his knee injury, I misread his. Knee injury is now behind him, and the 666 will make his contested marking and agility a huge asset. What are your thoughts, Tiz? Yeah, I, I think Segler's very, very motivated. Mm. I think he'll trouble McAvoy for first track. I was going to say, he's in line to inherit that number one spot. I've I've rated Segler, but I've always put McAvoy first. But this might be the year where that tips. Well, McAvoy has a remarkable ability going forward, doesn't he? Mm. Just yeah. to be in the right spot when the ball drops into his hands. Well, McAvoy certainly has the ability to win games. He he can be in our best when he's at his best. Um, I think it was was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. Where he had a string of maybe five or six games where he was consistently in our Popping best. Popping up in the forward line. Well, that helps, certainly, dobbing goals. But yeah. um, he was so influential. Important. Uh, yeah. Terribly important. Yeah. Lucky last tweet here we have for the episode uh, is courtesy of Liam. And uh, he wants to know five things we learned off the back of the uh, JLT hit out that we just had. So, uh, I mean, how are we going to do this? Do you want to go back and forth on this one? Well, great delight in telling you this one. Okay, go for it. You say mosquito... I say Walker. Walker? Okay, very good. Wow. <laughs> the second one will come as no surprise coming from me, but uh, I was very impressed with Warple's game, particularly as a contested beast. I mean, the tackle count said a lot for me. I think that's a very good sign to lead the lead the pack, the, lead the entire field, in fact, in a, a pretty meaningless stakes-free game. He wants that ball. He's hungry for it. And uh, I say good on you, James Warple. Very excited. Well, with your information from Clarko, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the Sicilian swing. The Sicilian swing. Yes, the great, of course, it's a, it's a fantastic form of torture that the mafia have been <laughs> employing for many years. Someone's got to Google that and it's probably something terrible. If you do have to search it, don't image search. Because I'm just making that up. Okay. It just sounds good. The Sicilian the swing. Sicilian swing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be torture for the opposition, Tiz. That's kind of where I was going. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know these things. I mean, we got the, we were on point with the Walker thing. We had that psychic connection, and it didn't quite work there. We can't always get it right, listeners, yeah, but we sure as hell try. Yeah. Telepathetic, very good. All right, we move on. Number four. Uh, I'm going to say that Cousins is looking like the real deal. He's chock full of potential. I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. He is Tom Mitchell Light. Um, I mean, enormous shoes to fill, but we have to fill him, and remember, he's looking good. Remember that debut against Sydney, up in Sydney? Kicked that wonderful goal. <sighs> so many good memories of Hawthorne on the SCG. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and lucky last, what do we got? Lucky last, what do we have? I guess it's just more of a general one. I'll tell you, yeah. Don't tell me we need high draft picks. I mean, it seems like a massive call, but... Golds, Walker. Yeah, from the clouds, Nash. I mean, you know us listeners. We won't 
just talk crap for the sake of it. I mean, we do frequently, but we'll tell you if we think we're in dire straits. You know this from us by now. And I think Tiz and I both are in, in agreement that the future's looking kind of good right now. It's exciting. Yeah. There's nothing, you know, definite here. But I mean, it is exciting. We could have kicked off the pod telling you that we've got injury worries up the wazoo for days. Yeah, but you Facebook know, but don't write our pods. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. We, don't, we don't want to do that to you. So we're going to leave you on a real positive note. And that's, well, we like where we're coming from. And we like where we're going. And the Academy's pretty damn good. Yeah. All right. I think that wraps it up in a nice little package. Do you think we're seeing package. the influence of Sam Mitchell on this group yet? I think we are. Don't forget that they lost some of their most important playmakers at West Coast last year. Mm-hmm. And they managed to reshuffle and win a premiership. Yep. They lost Nick Nat. They lost Gaff. Mm-hmm. Huge playmakers. Someone in the box came up with a solution. Someone knew what they were doing. Could it be a Brownlow medalist? <laughs> Four-time premiership player Sam Mitchell? Let's find out. Oh, it's going to be good. I was about to throw to an ad then. <laughs> it sounded that good. <laughs> but uh, rather than throw to an ad, let's let's throw to the end of this pod, eh? We've gone on a fair while. We've yapped on. Oh, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's been a lot to talk about. It's going to be an exciting back. year. Um, thanks, everyone, for uh, holding out for as long as we did. <laughs> we just wanted the captaincy to be announced, and it took until about March for that to happen. So, And then we're on weekly. It's great. Yes. Yes, we're, we're going to come back. And we'll try uh, to get a regular timing going. Usually yeah, yeah. after we know the team, but if it's a Friday night, we'll go early in the week. Exactly right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do our absolute utmost to, uh, to bring you a pod with regularity and with uh, consistency. And uh, what, this sounds like a press conference now. I'm about to say really pleasing. What's wrong with me? Nick, one more prediction before we mm. go. Who's yep. the first coach to get sacked this year? <laughs> oh, this, that's rough. I don't know. How long till hashtag sack bucks comes back? <laughs> <laughs> They just gave him another contract. I know. I've, I've missed that hashtag, though. <laughs> oh, but he does have the world of expectations. Like he it. does. He does. It's going to be great. Have you seen their draw? <laughs> is, it, is it rough? <laughs> is it rough? Well, I mean, we've got, <laughs> we've got, what, the second hardest in the league? Yeah, but, oh, my goodness. Hey, listeners, uh, if you haven't followed us on Twitter already, please jump on there. Twitter.com slash HawkTalkPod is where you want to head. Follow us and uh, join the legion of followers we've accumulated in this surprisingly busy off-season. And it's only going to get busier. There's only going to be more happening with this podcast, as there will be with the club. So jump on board, twitter.com slash hawktalkpod. You can find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash hawktalkpod. And rate and review us on iTunes. 123 ratings tiers. People have been super supportive of this podcast. And we want to keep that train going. So please jump on iTunes, rate and review us. Leave us some kind words because... It really, uh, really makes us feel warm inside. Yeah, it gives us the G up. Yeah, exactly. Just ride this train. It's going to be an exciting season by the looks of it. It's going to be a great season. That'll do us for the Hawk Dog Podcast. The first episode back for 2019. Looking forward to a great year. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.